presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Hold up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, RJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Hi. What was that? <laughs> I just thought it would sound good. <laughs> oh, okay. And it had the potential. It's a Monday! It's a Monday! Uh, here in the fan. Hi, everybody. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson, 1069 The Fan. Streaming, mobiling, everywhere you can take Radioing. Us. Radioing. Everything. We got you all taken care of the way you want to be taken care of, okay? Uh, 502. Start time, second hour. Great stuff coming up here. Guys, we got a great week of, uh, of interviews set up for you. Uh, we have Ty Wesley that we pre-recorded an interview with. We'll air that here later on in this hour. Stu Morrill, head coach, former head coach of Utah State Men's Basketball, joining us tomorrow. We'll be uh, talking with us about J.C. Carroll and Ty Wesley and his memories of those uh, guys as they get ready to be inducted into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame on Saturday evening. Get your tickets at utahstateaggies.com. Uh, we will have Lance White, uh, who is also being inducted. He'll be on on Friday live in studio with us. Uh, Barb Klein will also be joining us. Uh, she just called me, actually. I need to get back to her. Um, and then we are working on another interview uh, that we'll leave nameless until we've got a confirmation on it. Uh, and I think there will be some pretty heavy interest in that interview, Eric. A lot going on this week with yeah. Utah State Hall of Fame. You also have the Saturday blue-white scrimmage for Utah State football, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Uh, last chance to see this football team before they get together again in August. But, um, yeah, and we got jazz games. we got the playoffs underway. We've got playoffs? the award finalists announced. And we've got some pretty uh, spicy – sorry, I should say saucy – I just – Baseball games Make going up your on. Mind, man. Uh, one, especially right now, it's uh, it's a close battle going on in Millville between Ridgeline and Mountain Crest in the sixth inning. It's tied four four. It's a special celebration. They've done a lot of renovations to that ball diamond there at Ridgeline, and so today was kind of their celebration of this field and uh, scoring off against Mountain Crest, a good rival. And uh, Dave Simmons and uh, Nick Zollinger are on the call. You can watch it on CashValleyDaily.com or listen to it on 104.5 The Ranch. But uh, let's do a little bit of a look-in and yeah. see what's going on right uh, now. Currently, Ridgeland has the bases loaded. It's a 1-0 count here in the bottom of the six. Game tied to four-piece. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger on the call. 1-0. That one's a 
Oh, this is out. Strike to me. This is out as I see a couple of the MC faithful down here shaking their heads as they don't love the strike. A little bit of an inconsistent strike zone here for the blue behind the plate. Yep, 2-0. Yeah, look at Carter Carter. get up to the front of the box. Front of the box, looks at a bunt, doesn't take it. Yeah, and that's just a straight take call. Yeah. Something Coach Jensen loves to do. Get those kids in the front of the box on the plate and just make it uncomfortable for the pitcher as Porter Budge has had a hard time throwing strikes here. Look for Carter to do the same thing again here with a 3-0 count. 3-0. Down in the dirt. Yeah, that's going to. Oh, and you got big boot of Dalkey. Mosey in his way to the plate as he's been on fire in this ball game. He's two for two, I believe. Yeah, two for two. He had a double to two right. Two doubles. And he hit a double to left, and he walked in his last at And his double to left was about a foot from going out. It hit the very top of the fence. We have a pitching change coming up here from Mountain Crest. They've just walked in a run with the bases loaded. That makes the score now 5-4 Ridgeline in the bottom of the sixth. Base is still juiced, and they'll make a pitching change. We'll get back to this game here in just a little bit. Live at Ridgeline. Uh, in Millville as a big, big, big baseball game here for Region 11. Uh, Mountain Crest and Ridgeline duking it out. Two good rivals. Uh, very healthy rivalry, too, as well. Yeah, part of our expanded coverage of spring sports here in Cache Valley and, uh, well, Region 11, because we include Bear River in that. Uh, we had a long history of covering Bear River sports, and we continue to do that. Nobody does it like nobody does it like the Cache Valley Media Group can. Anybody can try and do it, but they just can't. Broadcast coverage. Uh, recaps everything with on-air coverage and now you're able to watch these games online and then go back and watch them again they're archived so you can go back and re-watch them uh, on Friday we had a double header at, uh, at Bear River Bear River and Logan uh, double header and uh, Rod Zundel was there doing both games they're both archived on cashvalleydaily.com a little bit of rain some moisture that came through but they got through it got both games in a lot of games were disrupted last week part of the reason why this game is being played today in Millville uh, because it's kind of a really strange situation because some games were played uh, was it was a Friday, Saturday, and then today to complete this series with Ridgeline and Mountain Crest. Then Ridgeline turns around and has to play Skyview tomorrow to start a new series and uh, have three more games later on this week. So interesting how to try to make up games with the weather, but certainly well, that's not only nothing that, Eric, new. Don't forget that the pitch count does come into effect. You get 110 pitches per week as a varsity player. So you gotta so through four games now you gotta manage your pitching, and make sure that those kids don't go over. Um, 80, 80 pitches, anything above eighty or eighty five pitches, I believe, sits you out for four days. Anything above fifty sits you out for three days. Anything below thirty five, you only have to sit out for one day. So actually, anything below thirty five, you can throw the next day. Anything above thirty five, you only have to sit out for one day. Currently, again, bases are loaded. Still, Ridge lines up five four after a bases loaded walk. And that sends uh, be their big man, their big cleanup hitter to the plate. We're going to go back live in the action here again. Ridgeline leads at 5-4, bases loaded. Bomb of the six and a big one. Ridgeline to Mountain Crest. Here you're live on CashValleyDaily.com. Dave Simmons and Nick Zollinger on the call. Freezing to sweat. To 110, watching soccer and has, just sweating my has, brains out. Has the wind ever not blown up there at that Idaho field? Yeah, Idaho there's some, there has been some years it's been quite pleasant. I right? was ornery about that tournament Rolling every time. Rolling Depp Park. It's the worst. Oh, it's so fun. The well, little here, zoo. Hey, we got a big thing here. Yeah, we on. do. Easton Dalkey up to the plate. Bases loaded. One out. New pitcher in for the Mustangs. I don't even know who that is. Well, Porter, Porter Larson. Wow. Airmail this catcher, and the ball comes in. 
or the runner comes in from third on the steal. Hayden Hansen reads it perfectly and able to get in, pushing the lead to six. That to was four. a great read by Hayden Hansen. That one caromed off the back net, and they could have had a potential play there at the plate, but the pitcher not getting to the plate as quick as Hayden. And the first pitch, first pitch by Porter Larson is a is a wild pitch, and it draws a, a run scored by the Riverhawks and Easton Dowkey still with the bat in his hands. And now on second and third, big lead there. I think it's Ian Daly out there on second base. I think if I could have talked to Trace, Coach Trace Hansen a little longer and got it out of him, what was his biggest concern about this team coming in this season? Pitching was going to be it, especially with Andrew Nelson down with a knee injury. Pitching was his biggest concern coming into this season, but that's just me trying to read his mind. Larson delivers, strike. No, they call it out. Yeah, and the umpire is given no ground here. here for this Mountain Crest pitching staff as Porter Larson is down early 2-0 to Easton Dalkey, a place you don't want to no, be. No, you don't want to be. Not you with the way you he's might as well bat. put him on, but Caden Miller has had some great at-bats too right behind him, so he's protected. Dalkey waiting. There's the delivery. That ball's oh. up 3-0. And this Mountain Crest pitching staff has just struggled all day to hit the strike zone. And this, Porter Larson, has been no different here as he goes down early 3-0 with really three pitches that aren't, two of them, not very close at all. Larson comes set. Delivers. That mm, one's right down the go. gut. And so Donkey's going to get to see another one here. Yeah, he is. He's just sitting 3-0. Dead take on that one. And this one, he's looking for that same pitch to drive hard somewhere. Dalkey. Waiting. 3-1 pitch. One out. Men on second and third. Ridgeline leading 6-4 to four in the bottom of the sixth. Oh, Dalkey boy. fouls it off just in front of the catcher to the right. And a little bit down in the zone that time. We wanted it. Yeah, we I turned it back on. on. It oh, seemed too quiet there for a minute. Okay, let's. is this it? Yeah, I'm just going to put this right out here. Maybe get the crack of the bat. Yeah. The wind picks we up here. We might get some wind, though. Dalkey, full count, one out. Larson comes set. Here's the pitch. Ooh. Swings right through it. Dalkey strikes out on a big. So a big strikeout there for Mountain Crest. Still two men on, and I, I said basically, excuse me, there was two men on, both in scoring position, 5-4 Ridgeline with two out here in the bottom of the sixth inning, and Ridgeline leads it 6-4, to four, not 5-4, right? It's 6-4 because they walked in a run, six to four, yeah. and then they threw a wild pitch to allow another run in. Runners on second and third. You can find that game on cashvalleydaily.com if you want to continue to watch it. Here live on 106.9 The Fan, Eric France and Amal J. Salveson inside the comfy Cash Valley Media Group Studios here. Uh, there have been some announcements in regards to Player of the Year awards. Let's go ahead and get to the surprise, surprise. Your defensive player of the year for the 21-22 season belongs to Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart, who has uh, won the award. He's the first guard to win the award since Gary Payton, the glove, did it in 1996. It's a long time for a guard not between to guards to get it. And the results of the ballots have been revealed, too. Let's hear it. So Marcus Smart got 37 first-place votes. Mikael Bridges got 22. Rudy Gobert got 12. Bam Adebayo got 13. So Bam actually got more first-place votes than Rudy. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. got 
received 10. Uh, in second place votes, Marcus Smart got 18. Mikael Bridges, 25. Rudy, 18. And that's where he got more than Bam. Uh, but then you know, there's a third place tally as well. But when you look at the total point value, Smart, uh, 257 points. Mikael Bridges, 202. Rudy, 136. And Bam Adebayo, 128. Mm, wow. So pretty big gap between Rudy and Marcus Smart. Uh, 9948, we got a couple texts that came in, Eric. Uh, texting or Gilmore's text line. Once again, Mitchell goes to hero ball in the fourth quarter. Jazz are doomed next round or possibly this round. Luka comes back. Jazz are done. I'm sick of watching Mitchell trying to be a superstar. He did have quite a few points, but it also came on 29 shots. Ridiculous. High-volume shooting, yes. Uh, he, He really struggled in the first half. Yeah. And so he just shot his way back into it. He took some difficult shots in the fourth quarter, too. I mean, really tough shots. And I think that's what kind of frustrated me the most at times. 9315, the reason Ajay won't name the interview is because of is because me, my, and I don't count. <laughs> You're going to be kind of surprised if we get this interview of who's coming up, buddy. Okay. 7854, is that the quote-unquote the Patriot? It is the Patriot. Wait, why do the they call Patriot him the Patriot? Nick Zollinger. Wait, why do they call him the Patriot? That's just a nickname that Dave Simmons gave him. The Patriot? The Patriot. Uh, there's a there's a story behind it. I don't know if I don't know all the details, but uh yeah, he calls him the Patriot, so So again, uh defensive player of the year award goes to Marcus Smart, the guard from Boston Celtics. Uh the rest of the awards I believe will be announced as we get uh, on through the night. Uh Well, I think they'll space him out. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, because maybe the way they don't all come in one day. They'll Uh, space them out over the course of a week or so. Quinn Snyder on the defensive player of the year results. Quote: First off, congratulations to Marcus. He's a terrific defender. Rudy is someone who will continue to contend for that award. Maybe Rudy will win defensive player of the playoffs. End quote. I love that little jab, dude. He's so good with that. Give him a chip on his shoulder. That's what the Jazz need. I know. How smart was that? Like, hey, ninety minutes before the game. Okay, so can I tell you a story? So Adriana Quezada probably should have won Newcomer of the Year for the Mount West Conference Women's Basketball. This is the day of the first round of the Mount West Conference Women's Tournament. They give it to somebody else who uh, whose numbers weren't even close. Quezada finds out. She says some words I'm not allowed to repeat on the station. She <laughs> walks out the door, and we come back, and she leads the game in scoring, rebounds, and blocks, and Utah State gets the win. Dude, I'm telling you, like, the best thing for the Jazz is Rudy finding out that Marcus Smart got the award. And then he came in third. And then he came in third, yeah. just He was a finalist, but put he it was out the last there. finalist. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, David Locke reporting 40 voters for Defensive Player of the Year didn't vote for Rudy Gobert in the top three. <laughs> that's... So, that's so sad. And he with lots of exclamation points. That is negligence. That's so bad. It's not even close to being good. Rudy's got something to prove. Now, again, I, he, we heard it out of his own voice. He's keeping it in the right context. He's not out there chasing personal awards, at least not anymore. He's out there to try to help his team win. And by how he plays, if the if the result is recognition as the the best defensive player in the NBA, that's great. But really, in the end of the day, it's helping his team win. And on Saturday, he didn't score a field goal. 
but he greatly impacted the game. And that's the thing about Rudy Gobert. Could Would it be awesome if he had more of an offensive impact? Yes, absolutely. But the way that Dallas was playing and the way he was positioned, he still dominated the game without even scoring one field goal. That is the great impact that Rudy Gobert can have for the Utah Jazz. All right, we're going to take a break. By the way, again, on CashDallyDaily.com live right now is Ridgeline and Mountcrest. We go to the top of the seventh. Ridgeline leads at 6-4, a flyout to uh, right center is caught. And so there's one out with the Mountain Crest Mustangs down two. The series is tied at one apiece right now. Game two was an absolute doozy as Mountain Crest won it by one in extra innings, eight to be specific. And so one down with nobody on and Mount Crest down two. Again, you can find that game live on CashValleyDaily.com and a recap on Cash Valley Daily after the game is over. Right, or as you're driving around, if, if you can't pull it up or oh, you've yeah. been watching but you got to go somewhere, you can turn it on at uh, 104.5 The Ranch and listen if you're in Cash County and, uh, and or dial up the uh, 104 The Ranch uh, mobile app and listen to it there. But we have links and all of that on Cash Valley Daily if you've missed it. Dave Simmons and Nick Zellinger on the call. Coming up next, ladies and germs, sit down, relax, grab yourself some popcorn. Ty Wesley. Former Aggie great uh, will jump on the show, and uh, we had a chance to sit down with him for about uh, 20 or so minutes and pick his brain about his memories of Utah State being inducted into the Athletics Hall of Fame. What were some of his favorite games? Who was the biggest trash talker? That might have been my most favorite conversation. And I'm, by the way, I'm following that up with Stu tomorrow. And I've also, I get stories on that. Uh, interesting to hear him talk about being recruited to Utah State and some other school from down south. Who, by the way, is in an absolute crisis mode. They are in a real mess right now. It's all coming up on you the full court press. <laughs> 1069 The Fan. It's the full court press. What do you think the genuine level interest from Quinn Snyder was of the Lakers? Well, look, his memory of being in L.A. was with Kobe Bryant. If I'm Quinn Snyder, I'm looking at what's going on there from leadership to ownership to personnel. And I, I get it. Some people want to walk into those situations feeling like it's broken. I can come in and fix it. I mean, there's a few guys that go through there that have been able to bounce back after yeah. having a bad experience. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 13. 90 a.m. The Fan. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At Match Quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. 
avoid the stress of renting a shampoo machine and cleaning that dirty upholstery yourself. This is Dial with ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry's hot carbonated extraction process will make any piece of furniture in your home look close to brand new again. Sofas, love seats, recliners, or even car seats. ChemDry of Northern Utah is happy to clean your carpets, but don't forget about making sure everything in your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family. If you want a natural stone look on your home without the expense, think Coldwater Stone in Tremonton. They have partnered with Castellite and Logan to bring you the look and style you want at a price much less than natural stone. Stop into Coldwater's Tremonton showroom or Castellite and Logan and see how they take some of the most beautiful resources the earth has to offer, then shapes and blends them to create your dream home. Create your custom masterpiece online at coldwaterstone.com. Coldwater Stone, the natural choice for all of your stone needs. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson again here on the Full Court Press and the Utah State Hall of Fame banquet coming up later this weekend. A lot of great names, a lot of athletes who did some amazing things at Utah State. And we get to talk to one of them right now here on the Full Court Press. Ty Wesley had a tremendous career at Utah State, helped the Aggies win a ton of games. Oh, dude, legitimate. Great, great era of Utah State basketball that he was a part of. Ty, thanks for spending some time with us today. Hi, Ty. Hi, how are we doing, guys? Thanks for having me. We're good. Ty, what does this mean? Look, I think it was fully expected you were going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. But when you got that phone call, can you just tell us what the emotions and the feelings that came through you about it? Yeah, man, it was a surreal phone call that I got. I thought it was a prank call, to be honest, to start. And then, <laughs> um, you know, as, as as it continued to go on, I was, my jaw hit the floor. I got the chills. It was something that was that was just unreal. To, to, to hear that. So, yeah, very, very honored and grateful. So, I mean, you're in some pretty good company, too. Uh, some of the other guys that are there uh, that are participating in this uh, induction ceremony, certainly uh, when we look at in, in basketball specifically, JC is going to be inducted with you as well. I mean, that, that, that was a really incredible period of time when you guys were playing. The, the spectrum became magical, uh, known around the country for its impact and just how good of a program that you were a part of. What were what was that experience like for you as a player, being a part of a program that had such success at Utah State? Yeah, it's not honestly when you're going through it, it's not something that you think about. It's not something that you're uh, you know, you really talk about. You kinda just kinda just becomes a norm. You know, we when we played at home we expected the crowd to sell out. We expected it to be crazy, and we expected to win. And that's kind of what our expectations were going into it. Um, but then, then you take a step back and you look at it, and and you know, there's there's definitely some things that that we as a as a team um, and coaching staff were were very proud of, and we could be very proud of. Uh, Ty, what when you when you think about your Aggie career? What is it that most stands out to you? Was it the guys you played with? Was it the, uh, you know, the postseason tournament games? Was it the, I mean, your relationship with the coaches? What was it about it? 
definitely. So the wins and losses are, are just something that are great. You know, 68-1 at home was in my career. But the, the biggest thing that I took away from that were the relationships I made. I mean, I going through the trenches with those guys, my teammates, um, you know, you really have this bond that you become brothers. And so those, and those are things that are, are still intact today, a relationship with coaches and, and even fans. You know, while, while Bill was one of my best friends and still is one of my best friends today. So those are things I take away that I cherish the most. Uh, the championships were great. The wins were great. The fans were unbelievable. The moments were awesome. But, but things that last are those, are those relationships. Uh, we're we're going to get a chance to speak with your head coach here uh, this week, and uh, it was Stu Morrill. What was it like playing under him, and uh, what kind of, you know, how did he help you as a player and, and as a person? Uh, coach Morrill was the best thing for me. Um, maybe not everybody, but for me, he was the best coach that I could have ever asked for, and I and he was a father figure for me, especially in a time when I was, you know, I, I have a father, and he's an amazing man, but. You know, he was he was in Hawaii, and and, and I was in Logan, Utah. So, um, Coach Morrow would set me straight quite a bit. Um, you know, lay down some ground rules. Uh, he was really that yes sir, no sir kind of guy. Didn't take any any crap, and uh, and it was exactly what I needed. And, and he was able to put me in a position to succeed. Um, teach me these life lessons on the court that would translate off the court. Um, hard work, dedication, teamwork. Um, sacrifice, and, and, and I'm forever grateful for, for that man. Speaking of being grateful, the Spectrum was at its peak during your time at Utah State University uh, with the Herd and the Spectrum just being sold out, standing room only every single night. I was just looking at the bio here from your guys' 08-09 season. You guys went 17-0 and and at home. You didn't lose a game inside the Spectrum, Ty Ike. How incredible is that? Yeah, I mean, it was it was magical. They say spectrum magic, and it's real. I mean, I went I went undefeated three of my four years at home. Oh my gosh! You know, so it was like I said, it was it never felt like it felt like we could never lose at home. We were always going to win. We we're going to find a way and get it done. And and more often than not, that was the case. So it was yeah, it was just such a cool time. I, I say it was the perfect storm because. Really, we had a, a team that embraced the community and a community that embraced the team. We really were uh, part of that community and embraced by them and the students. We had Wild Bill, who was taking his shirt off. We had Matt Sonnenberg, who was, who was riding up the refraction. That was, they were doing their dirt, digging, <laughs> digging up dirt on the other team. I mean, it was, just really came together and was something special. Ty, did you ever get distracted by Wild Bill? I mean, you're sitting on the free throw block waiting to box out, and coach is screaming at you to box out, and then you look to your right, and there's Wild Bill shirtless doing something or crazy. some weird costume. Yeah, did you ever get distracted by it? Uh, every time. What do you mean? Wild <laughs> Bill is one of my best friends, uh, and he would talk to me during the game. He'd say, hey, where are we going after the game? I'd say, oh, I don't know. Let's go get some ice cream or some food, or let's go to Angie's after the game. It's typically where we went, or he'd say, He'd say, "Hey Ty, what's up with this guy you're guarding?" Or you know, we, we'd have a full <laughs> conversation at the at the foul line. Um, so yeah, he, he distracted me all the time. Still does. <laughs> you were talking to Ty Wesley. He will be inducted into the Utah State Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. Uh, certainly one of the greats at Utah State basketball. Uh, multiple times recognized uh, in the WAC. You were the WAC Player of the Year. Um, that 
That was an interesting time as Utah State had transitioned out of the Big West and into the WAC, where it was a more competitive basketball league. Um, it, but Utah State really didn't skip a beat with, with the basketball program. What was it like competing against some of those teams in the WAC during that time for you? So my redshirt year, I was in the Big West. So I, I was a freshman. It was Jason's freshman year, Spencer Nelson's senior year. I redshirted. So I remember the Big West days, and I remember how tough the Big West was. There was a lot of California teams. We played at the Anaheim Convention Center for the Big West Tournament. And I remember Coach Morrill preparing us. Hey, I remember him saying, hey, the WAC's another another level, another step up. And, and if we're not ready, we're going to get ran over. So I remember him him preparing us for that. But, but I always knew that we, we would be fine because we had a great coach and a great system. And we had great players. You know, I have so many teammates that were just amazing Amazing basketball players, but amazing human beings, amazing high-character um, individuals, which really um, stood out to me at my time at Utah State. You were one of the very few teams to beat BYU. In fact, you did it at home. Uh, help me here, though, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did you guys beat BYU at BYU during your time as well? I didn't. We did not. So we went down there my senior year, and I got – kind of a bad deal on a, on a, on a call at the That's end of the right. game, which took me out of the game. We were, uh, we were, we were in a, a tight ball game with them, but we, we didn't get over the hump. Um, and I got a, got kicked out of the game a little earlier than I'd like, like to have. How tough was that for you to choose Utah State over BYU? Your older brother played there. I know you were recruited by the Cougars as well. What was that process like for you and settling on coming to Logan? Well, they made the decision for me, if we're being honest. So BYU offered me a scholarship. I accepted it verbally, verbally committed to BYU, and then they pulled out the scholarship and, and said they, that it wouldn't be there till after my mission, which I thought was a dirty play. So then I uncommitted to BYU and and um, shopped around. And Utah State Coach Morrill came in and was very honest, and and uh, and, and then I ended up at Utah State. Can I ask what that conversation was like with Coach Morrill that brought you to Utah State? Yeah, you know, I, it was just real. He said, "We'd love to have you. You, uh, you know, we we offered you a scholarship when you you committed to BYU, and you turned us down. That didn't turn us away from you. We still want you to come play for us." Um, and I just liked how real he was with me. He was honest and real, and, and that really won me over. Ty, when you were done and completed your time at Utah State, you had a pretty lengthy career professionally overseas and it took you to some pretty interesting places uh kind of for those who may have missed what you've done professionally uh, on the court uh kind of run that through some of the places where you've been seems like a lot of it kind of in the uh asia south pacific kind of areas but where have you been yeah so i played for two years in holland one year in france three years in new zealand and three years in australia Wow. Goodness. That's nuts. Gracious. But in that process, you've been a part of some teams which have uh, participated and played in some preseason games with NBA teams. And uh, I know you've been a part of that. What was that experience like for you, being able to, to play on an NBA court and be involved in some of those those matchups? Yeah, that was an unreal experience. It was so just to just to be able to play on you know U.S. soil professional basketball was something special. My 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 friends and my family could come watch me play, uh, and you know playing in the NBA is a dream. So it was so special to do that. Um, my team from 
Australia. We came out here to Oklahoma. We played the Thunder when they had Westbrook, Carmelo, and Paul George, Stephen Adams. Uh, we lost by one point at the, on, on a buzzer beater, which was heartbreaking, but also we felt um, pretty good about that effort. And then the next year, my team in New Zealand got to play against the Phoenix Suns when they had DeAndre Ayton and Ben Booker. Whew. And we lost by five to them, which was a pretty good effort as well. Uh, you've had a lot of memorable wins uh, at, at Utah State. Which ones stand out to you the most? Um, probably the biggest. The one that stands out to me the most was was sophomore year, actually. We were, we were in Nevada for the WAC tournament playing against Nevada on their home court in the championship game, and it was, it was a tall task. You know, it was something like Nevada was a tough team that year. And, and to get them on their home court to win the WAC championship was something that I'll always remember. It was very special. Um, my senior year, we played against St. Mary's at St. Mary's. It was a bracket buster game. I think they were 17th in the nation. We were 20th or something. And we went in, beat them on their home court. That was really special as well. Again, we're talking to Ty Wesley, a great Aggie basketball player inducted into the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame coming up this weekend. What does that mean to you to be now a member of the Hall of Fame at Utah State? There's not a lot of players or former coaches who are part of that group. It's a pretty select group, and you're among them. Is that sunk in for you, or is that like, well, yeah, absolutely, I belong there? <laughs> no, it hasn't sunk in. It's something, it's everything. You know, you don't sit out for it, but it's, Man, it's not, it's not something that I ever imagined. You know, I was a chubby kid from Provo High School to come, you know, play for, for a coach who, who, who helped me win a ton of games and helped us, led us to, to win, you know, four WAC championships in a row. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy. My mind is still, it's hard to wrap around it, but I, I'm so honored. It's such a high praise. I hold it in such high regard. And look at the, just look at the class I'm going in with. I got J.C. Carroll, Bobby Wagner, Robert Turbin. These guys are elite of the elite for Utah State. Time I'm going to put you on the spot. If there's someone that you played with at Utah State on the basketball team that deserves a Hall of Fame induction, who is that person? Gary Wilkinson. That's easy. Why would you select him? Did you ask somebody that's not in there that deserves yeah, Correct. Right yep, now? yep, yep. Yes. That's correct, yeah. So the reason I say Gary Wilkinson, he was a WAC Player of the Year. He was a All American, and um, he's one of my best friends. And so that so maybe I'm a little biased, but the guy's done everything I've done, and more. And he did it in two years, and it took me four years to do it. You know, he's he was All American. He was Player WAC Player of the Year, WAC MVP, Tournament MVP. Excuse me. And so, it, without a doubt in my mind, that's an easy question for me to answer. Time looking at some of we have these posters of uh, of all the schedules back in the day, what the rosters would look like, and you play with some pretty darn good basketball teams. Can I just ask, like in practices, was there any trash talk, or did you guys just shut up and play? <laughs> there was always trash talk. You got to tell me stories. <laughs> I need stories, please. I'm begging you. Okay, Who's the biggest so talker? Me. Besides <laughs> the biggest talker. <laughs> me. I love that. So my, the best was my freshman year. So I was the punk high school kid and Spencer Nelson was the man. He was a senior, had been there and he was the man. He was he was awesome awesome human being, awesome to play with. 
but I would always be the scout squad team. So we'd go out there and run the plays from the other team, and I would talk so much trash. I'd, I'd, I'd shoot the ball, even though I'd probably miss. I'd still talk trash and say I hit it in his face. And then I remember they were playing Arizona in the NCAA tournament, so I got to be Channing Fry. And I was I got to wear the red jersey and just jack threes. It was the, it was the highlight of my career. <laughs> Did you ever uh, get any, uh, or did you ever get underneath anybody's skin? Oh, I got under JC's skin every day. No kidding. Um, I would, yeah, oh yeah, I would do the dumbest stuff to JC, I, and I don't know why because I think I was jealous or for whatever reason. But I would, he cut his hair really short once, like buzzed it, and I said, "Man, you look like Jonathan Tabinari." Be oh like, <laughs> he was so mad about that. <laughs> uh, you, so you could definitely dish it out. Was anybody like send it back in return? Yeah. yeah who else was uh, oh, challenging? Well, nobody would get. I mean, me and Brady had some really, really good battles. Me and Brady Jardine. You know, he's Brady's so tough to guard because he'll just jump over you grab it and dunk it you know so he was he was a tough matchup i don't know we had battles i know who's the biggest prick was uh morgan Grimm. he was always trying to <laughs> fight people and get under our skin oh this is so worth oh. it to have this story oh my gosh that's that made great. my day when i when i interviewed spencer ty i think what we did like a year ago during hall of fame same week and spencer's like no i didn't talk a whole lot you know we just went out there and played and in my mind i was like dude these teams were too dang good not to be talking no, to each other. too competitive it had to be something going on i would talk to spencer all the time i would talk trash to him all the time Um, But I was a punk freshman that didn't know anything, which was true. I was just out there, you know, had no cares in the world. But, yeah, I mean, as it it went, as my – I mean, we couldn't get a word out of Jared Quayle. He would never talk, (laughs) you know. Not the first time I've heard that. (laughs) Yeah, Gary and I had to soften up Jared. So Jared's the guy that doesn't want to touch anybody. He wants to stay in his bubble. Doesn't, you know, doesn't – not a huge talker. So Gary and I would would corner him in the elevator and, and give him a lap dance or something. He would he would lose his head. <laughs> hey Ty, I gotta ask you. You're again. You, you went from a you know punk kid freshman to an all American. If you had to put your starting five together of the best Aggie basketball players to go win a game, who would you have in the starting five? Oh, that's tough. So. I would probably, so I, I, the guys before me are hard because they were, I mean, I don't want to disrespect them. No. Um, but I would put, I would probably, I would definitely have Gary as my five man, me as the four. Um, JC's got to be in there as a shooting guard. Uh, Tony Brown was a, was ridiculous, and, and I played with him a couple times mm. just in some practices. He was an unreal point guard, so I'd probably take him or Jared Quayle at the one, and then at the three, um, I'd take Tyler Newbold, and, I, and the reason is he would play the best defense on the best guy, and he wouldn't have to take a lot of shots because there wouldn't be a lot of shots left over after he got <laughs> His touches would be limited, yes. Yeah, for sure. Just, you know, That's we, awesome. We'd be, we'd fight, me, Gary, and JC would probably be fighting over the ball. <laughs> uh, hey, Ty, so what uh, your your 
professional basketball career, is it still going on, or have you uh, hung up the jersey and moved on to other things now? Well, I mean, my, my City League team pays me for, like, Wendy's if I come out and play with them. That might crawl, I guess. But, um, no, we retired from professional basketball in 2020 with COVID. I had It was sad because I had two more years on my contract, but COVID hit, and we just had our third baby, and we decided to hang it up, my wife and I. And so um, no, no, nothing really professional. I could still play for the Guam national team here and there. Um, but, yeah, basketball, my next phase, I hope I get into is coaching because I'd like to coach basketball. I'd like to teach some kids and some post moves, get some guys on the block and, and help them. Ty, if I set up an alumni game, would you play? Yeah, I'd play as long as I could uh, talk some trash. Well, that's the only reason why I'm just – yeah, I'm just setting it up so I can watch courtside and watch you guys talk smack to each other. And I've already got six guys who've told me yes. So, and I think five of the six you probably embarrassed a little bit on on your own time. So I think you I think you enjoy it. That this is the problem, man. So like you have this legacy where you're like, oh, you were pretty good back in your day, but then you go play and you're like, man, you're terrible. These guys are just <laughs> destroying me. So then it's like the more I play, the the more my legacy gets. It's like knocked down a few pegs, so I'm like, maybe I should hide out and not play basketball ever again. <laughs> who would hurt? I think that was pretty good. Who would hurt more from the alumni game, you or Gary Wilkinson? Gary, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a little more in basketball Gary. shape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Gary, you're one of the best, man. I, uh, uh, Gary, sorry. Now I got Gary in my head. Ty, you are one of the best, no doubt. All American, um, and you had a heck of a career with the Aggies, man. It has been a, it was a blast to watch you play, and I can't, I can't uh, congratulate you enough for the incredible honor you're about to get here this weekend. I wish you the very best in it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate the call. Yeah, Ty Wesley, absolutely deserving for uh, being inducted oh, into no the uh, Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame. I am so angry I didn't get to go to those practices, though. I would do anything, anything. <laughs> and I've got six guys, and well, now I've got seven in the alumni game, so if I get that to happen, mm-mm-mm, yummy. <laughs> that is Ty Wesley. Big thanks to him for being a part of today's show. Don't forget, tomorrow we got the head boss on. Stu Morrill will be joining us here on the Full Court Press to talk about J.C. Carroll, Ty Wesley, and their careers as well. Look forward, Eric, look forward to that interview. That'll be a lot of fun. Really looking forward. I appreciate Ty Wesley for his time today. That was that was a ton that of fun. That was too much fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, coming up next here in the Full Court Press, um, again, some reactions to the Utah Jazz. You're ready for the Dallas Mavericks. That baseball game has gone final. We'll tell you who won that one. Close one in Millville, who came out on top. And um, it's, we've seen some video of Luka Doncic warming up, but does it really mean he's going to play? We'll find out based on what we saw. But first, just hotter weather is not that far away, and it can be brutal on your vehicle. So make sure you take it into Valvoline Instant Oil Change, located right across from Angie's in Logan. They have Valvoline Synthetic and Valvoline Max Life Oil for your vehicle, and they'll get you back out on the road fast. So go check them out, 695 North Main in Logan. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. 
I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. I'd like to invite you to learn more about us. Since 1997, we've been Utah's premier one-stop shop for home medical equipment. What sets us apart at Alpine Home Medical is the superior level of customer service. We provide home oxygen, CPAPs, wheelchairs, scooters, breast pumps, and so much more. Come on down and get to know us. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Looking for a job or career change? Plan to attend Cash Valley Media Group's Job Fair Thursday, April 21st at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And be prepared to talk with 30-plus businesses looking for employees now, like Biomat USA, Deluxe Custom Carpentry, Cooper Takeoffs, R.R. Donnelly, JBS USA, Whitaker Construction, TTM Technologies, Murdoch Auto, West Liberty Foods, and more. Thursday, April 21st from 11 to 6 at Castle Manor in Hyde Park, presented by the Cash Valley Media Group. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's kind of been a year. It's been tough not being able to fully reach our you know, potential. I don't agree with anybody who thinks, like Anthony Davis, everybody's out there wants us to lose. No. Most people, they want you in the playoffs. Who possibly could have seen all these injuries coming? That's right. Everybody. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press here at 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, don't forget, Mount West Motor at 615 North Main will take good care of you. You're looking for a truck, SUV? They have a great selection, especially customized for your next adventure. You can find them again at 615 North Main or go online at mwmotor.com. Big thanks to them for sponsoring and being a sponsor of the Full Court Press in today's show. Great show today. About to wrap it up. We got one more break to use here before we end it. Uh, Eric... Honestly, really, really fun interview with Ty. That could not have been any more like fun. Uh, it's, it's always fun to talk to these former players and what they remember about their time at the university. But 
it's uh, particularly fun when they open up and get comfortable with us. Yeah. Because they all have great stories. I thought I could take it like, Ty at first was like, look, I'm just going to do this, get it over with, you know, and then all of a sudden we just, like, as soon as we got into like the trash talk stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, let's, I got stories for you, literal. <laughs> uh, a few texts have came in through the, uh, through the hour. Let's go ahead and get to these. Uh, 1570. The Jazz one with Rudy Gobert is only shooting one shot and not making it. Not that Rudy is an offensive powerhouse, but that is one positive takeaway from that game. We shouldn't have many positives. Without Luka or Tim Hardaway Jr., that should have been a blowout for the Utah Jazz. Uh, it, should the Jazz have won by a wider margin with Luka benched and Tim Hardaway Jr. benched? Probably. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know that it would have been, it should have been a blowout, but yeah, they. Look, Rudy. It'll be interesting to see what this game plan is today. Uh, if they try to involve Rudy more offensively, but Boyan was a was a positive. Let's not overshadow the oh, impact Boyan, that Boyan Bogdanovich had. So good. Oh my god, he, he played a huge so role. Yeah, absolutely for the Jazz. Uh, House, you know, in in his minutes that he played, I thought was solid defensively. Seven points off the bench. Was that his first playoff game, Eric? Do you know? Mm, I don't think so. I think he got some playoff experience with the Rockets. Did he? Okay. With James Harden on okay. the roster, but um, uh, it, it, yeah, I, I just let's not get too narrow focused here. By the way, uh, with the team. Doing some shoot-arounds on the court. We've seen some video back now from Dallas. And uh, David Locke shot some video of Luka Doncic doing some shoot-around drills with his team, putting up some shots. But Ajay, he had zero lift. I mean, zero lift. Okay. And what lift he did have, he would come down exclusively on his left leg. That's what I was going to ask you. Because some guys will just shoot without lifting just to stretch the legs. But if he's shooting and coming down on one side of the leg, that tells you a lot right there. Yeah. He was trying to act like he wasn't limping, but you could tell he couldn't move around very good. So he's absolutely out for tonight. I would imagine this. I would be shocked if if he's available for game three. I'll tell you this. If if the Mavericks lose tonight and they go down 2-0, they're not sending Luka to I mean, they're not sending Luka to Utah with a uniform. If he goes to Utah, it sweats in a sweatshirt and he's on the bench the rest of the way. For the rest of the series, because they've made it clear, uh, like I said earlier in the in the show, I've been looking at some of the reports coming out of Dallas. How are they reporting on this series? And they're all upset with Jason Kidd for playing Luca in that meaningless game. That was crazy. By the and way. Uh, they're also reporting that look, Dallas is making it clear that they do not want to rush Luca back. Again, it's on that uh, you play him for one game but lose him for a year. Yeah and challenge that these teams face. And so they don't want him to return unless he is 100%. So I think it's very unlikely we see much of Luka in this series at all. 2603. Has Ajay finally turned into a Jazz fan after that Game 1 win? I was always a Jazz fan. I have never doubted. I'm just telling you. I always believed, just was a little more critical of him. 4781, I hope Rudy scores a triple-double with blocks tonight after Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. Again, dude, that could not have been more strategized. Like... They're like, hey, Rudy, we got 90 minutes before game time. By the way, uh, Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. Bye. Uh, you came in third. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, uh, you came in third <laughs> behind Bam Bam in first place votes. Dude. I Put that in your smoke and put your – I can't speak. Wow, put that in your nice pipe and one, smoke Eric. it. <laughs> Dude, I, I honestly, speak. though. It's a Monday. 
thoughts and prayers to Dallas tonight because that is not a guy you want to be messing with. He's going to be in a very, very grumpy mood. All right, we'll take our final break of the hour, in fact, of the show. We'll get you ready for tomorrow's show again. Uh, big thanks to Ty Wesley, but tomorrow it's Coach Morrill. You'll be able to hear from uh, the head ball coach, formerly of the Utah State Aggies, on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. This is the Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Uh, the tweet was, hey, I'm out for the season officially. See you all in the fall. Uh, didn't really read the room. It's felt in the last year that LeBron got a lot more out of the city of Los Angeles than the city of Los Angeles has gotten out of LeBron. This franchise decided to give LeBron everything he wanted. Don't joke about it. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. At my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Spring is here and it's time to get out and drive, and you can do it for less during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Right now, lease the all-new 2022 Tucson SE for $379 a month or the 2022 Santa Fe SE for only $386 per month. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai and Logan Linda Murray or online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-628-3065 or see dealer for complete details. Offer expires 4 Hey, Cash Valley, it's Kim with the Logan City Police Department. It's finally springtime, which means it's time for our first dog chipping clinic of the year. We are teaming up with the Bridgeland Applied Technology College of Animal Sciences to hold this event. It will be held Saturday, April 23rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bridgeland West Campus, located at 1410 North, 1000 West. You can pre-register for $8 by calling 435-716-9300. We can't wait to see all your cute canines. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Full Court Press wrapping it up here in the final 50 seconds. Don't forget Napa Auto Parts when you go to one of the five President Providence Napa Auto Stores. They'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, they'll even install it for you. 
And if you need work done on your car, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts knows how. They sponsor Above the Noise with Dan Patrick. Appreciate them for being a part of the show today. Fun show today. Big thanks to everybody who's a part of it. Uh, big thanks to Ty Wesley again tomorrow. Coach Morrill. Can't wait. If you want to go back and listen to the interview that we did with Ty, check it out online, 1069thefan.com. Utah Jazz coming up next hour.